Welcome to the Retire Well Podcast, the show that focuses on showing you how to get the most out of your retirement. Each week, we're going to dive into topics that affect people just like you. Ways to save money on your healthcare costs, smart income planning strategies, estate planning tools, and a whole lot more. We're going to get straight to the point with short episodes of 20 minutes or less on the information that you need to know to be able to retire well. I'm your host and retirement specialist, Kelly Racicott. Thanks for tuning in to this week's show. Now let's get started. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Retire Well podcast. Here we are in February already, and you know what that means. It's tax season. Ugh, I know, right? So all of you should have received any 1099s, 1099Rs, W-2s, all those tax forms were due to be mailed out to you um, by January 31st. So I've even talked to a few people who've already met with their accountants and have even filed already. You are all on the ball because let me tell you, that is not me. You amaze me and I wish that I could be so organized. But in the spirit of tax season, I figured this was the perfect time of year to talk taxes and the impact it has on your retirement. So over the next couple of weeks, and we're going to kind of play it by year a bit, maybe this week and next week, we'll see what we get into. And if it needs a third week, I'll do a third week. Um, But for now, we'll just kind of play it by year. So you know, this is such a big, important topic for your retirement. You know, taxes are one of the largest expenses that you have during retirement. And most people, well, they underestimate the impact that that's going to have on your overall financial picture as you move through retirement. And not only will taxes have a drastic impact on your finances, depending on how you pass your wealth to the next generation, it's going to have a drastic impact on them as well. So let's talk about the IRA, all right, because the IRA is one of the most common or 401k qualified plans. So whether it's an IRA, 401k, 403b plan, 457 plan, they all kind of work the same way, all right? But I want to start and talk about the IRA. The IRA was first introduced here in the U.S. in 1974, and the idea was to give folks who didn't have a pension a way to save for retirement. And since companies were about to start moving away from pensions, um, this was something that the workers needed. So uh, by the way, here's a little little trivia for you. The IRA isn't really an individual retirement account, even though that's pretty much what everyone calls it. It's actually called an individual retirement arrangement. So if you want to f- impress your friends with a little bit of relatively unimportant knowledge, well, there you go. But anyway, back to the important part. So the IRA is introduced, and shortly thereafter, the 401k plan became available for employees through a payroll deduction. So basically, the IRS, Wall Street, and companies all said to the workers, hey, so since we're not going to offer you a pension for your retirement anymore, here's this great new kind of account that you can open and we'll deduct the money right from your paycheck and we'll put it directly into a new account for you and you don't even have to pay any taxes on it. And you don't have to pay any taxes on that money as it grows year over year over year. And down the road, whenever you do retire, you can take out a little bit of time, stretch out these payments to fund your retirement over the rest of your life. 
and you only pay the taxes on the amount that you take out. And if there's any money left over when you die, well, your kids can continue to stretch out those payments over the rest of their lives. Now, this did not sound like a bad deal. As a matter of fact, it sounded like a pretty great deal. And it was until the government changed the rules. All right. So now I want you to just think about your own IRA or your own 401k plan for just a minute. Think about the current value of your account today. What's the value in your account? Okay. All right. Now I want you to figure out how much of that is yours. Now I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Kelly, what the heck are you talking about? It's all mine. And I hate to be the one to break it to you, but it's not all yours. You've got a partner in your retirement. Remember the deal. You got to defer those taxes and you deferred when you put the money in and you can continue to defer while it's growing, but the tax is still due, okay? You might have a million bucks in your 401k plan at work, but you do not have a million bucks for your retirement because the IRS will collect its share. The tax man will come. And the question is, how much will he take? So sure, you might know what your current tax rate is. You, if you cashed out today, you'd know what, what rate you'd pay today. But what about 20 years from now or 10 years from now? Could the IRS raise taxes? Well, they sure can. In fact, current tax law is expect to expire at the end of next year. So, you know, as financial professionals, my industry usually does a pretty good job of discussing market risk, inflation risk, and some other risk factors that are facing you in retirement. But you know what isn't talked about enough? Legislative risk. Essentially, this means that when the government makes a law that changes your financial planning or the planning that you've done or the planning that you have in place, and it affects you, it affects your family. And so now you don't have to look too terribly far to find some of that legislation that's affecting you right now. And so there are two relatively recent pieces of legislation that are or will impact your retirement right now. And I want to touch on those just a little bit. And so the first one is the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. President Trump put this into place back in 2017, and it took place um, or it took effect for the 2018 tax year. So from a simple income tax perspective, the current marginal tax rates will expire on December 31st of 2025. So in 2018, basically everybody got a tax break for the most part. All right, it upped the standard deduction, it increased the lifetime exclusion for estate taxes, and in order to be able to do that, it just it just came with a sunset clause and it just expires. As long as Congress literally does nothing, um, they will just simply resume what they were back in 2017. And so presuming no other action is taken, your taxes are going to bump back up to the 2017 levels come January of 2026. All right. So 
basically, unless Congress opts to keep the Trump era tax cuts in place, we're all going to see our ordinary income taxes go up here pretty soon. All right. Now, let's talk about the SECURE Act. The SECURE Act is all about retirement outs, retirement accounts, all right? It's in the name. The SECURE Act stands for Setting Every Community Up for Retirement Enhancement. And it was enacted by President Trump back in 2019, and it was further expanded upon by President Biden in 2022. So this was a bipartisan law that was designed to make it easier for people to participate in employer-sponsored retirement plans. And the Secure Act came with a laundry list of new provisions. Some of those have already been enforced, and some of them are going to be phased in over the next couple of years. So a quick example that um, you may have already been affected by So a quick example would be, you know, if you're collecting your required minimum distribution, um, used to be age 70 and a half, and then the SECURE Act made that age 72. And then the SECURE Act 2.0 changed it to 73. And if you were born in 1960 or later, your required minimum distribution isn't going to be until age 75. So if you're someone who doesn't need access to their retirement accounts and you planned on passing that down to your kids, the later RMD age might sound like a good deal, but not so fast. All right. The SECURE Act also eliminated the stretch IRA. In other words, your heirs can't stretch out this IRA that they receive from you over their lifetime like they could in the past. So the stretch IRA is eliminated and it was replaced with a new 10-year rule. So under the new rules, non-spouse, most non-spouse beneficiaries must get all of that money out of the IRA within a 10-year period. They can take it all at one time or spread it out over a 10-year period, but the IRS wants those taxes paid in that 10-year time frame. All right? Now, here's where the real problem lies with this, okay? So let's say that you have an IRA and you live to life expectancy, let's say 88, all right? You die at 88 and you leave your IRA to your two kids. Your kids are now going to be in their late 50s, early 60s. Your kids are at their peak earning years and they're getting ready for their own retirements within the next couple of years, What do you think the odds are that your kids are in a lower tax bracket than you are at age 88? Probably not so good, right? So not only are they responsible for the tax that is due from the IRA, they're going to pay it at their current income tax rate. And they're no longer able to stretch out those payments in a tax-efficient manner. Since they have to get through that account within the next 10 years, it could drastically increase their modified adjusted gross income and increase their Medicare premiums and other unintended tax consequences. So the IRA, it's a pretty good accumulation vehicle, but not so much when it comes to passing it on to the next generation, all right? And so what's really interesting to me here is what's coming, all right? Over the next 20 years, we'll be watching the great wealth transfer. So as the baby baby boomers age, it's estimated that about $80 trillion will pass to heirs. That's a lot of money. 
Never before, never in the history of ever, has so much wealth been transferred from one generation. And what's even more interesting to me is that such a large portion of that wealth is sitting in pre-tax retirement accounts, pre-tax, money that has never paid, has never been taxed. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see what happens over the next couple of years as far as those income taxes go. Um, Congress has already showed, you know, with the SECURE Act that that they want the money out of those accounts and, you know, reducing or eliminating the stretch IRA and replacing it with a 10-year rule is a perfect example of that. So I think the opportunity here, this presents families with such a great opportunity to have true, meaningful conversations about the wealth in their families. You know, good financial planning and tax planning has never been so important. Um, And creating that generational wealth is a great opportunity, but right now it, it requires more planning, tax planning, good, well-thought-out planning than it ever has before. And I think that's just a great opportunity for families to communicate that and work with their financial professionals in order to accomplish those goals. All right, so that's a pretty good rundown of how income taxes could be affecting your retirement and possibly your beneficiary's retirement or their tax situation in the future. Next week, we're going to continue the conversation on taxes and retirement, and we'll talk a little bit about the widow's tax and um, estate taxes and how how that works out um, all in next week's show. So I hope to see you back here next week. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Retire Well Podcast. Our goal here is always to bring you value and share insights to make your retirement everything you always hoped it would be. I would be forever grateful if you would leave us a review because that helps more people find the show and please share it wherever you share things on social media. Thanks again and I hope to see you back here next week. The preceding information does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. All opinions and information shared in this episode is for informational purposes only and should not be acted upon without the assistance of a qualified and licensed professional. Any guarantees mentioned are subject to the strength and claims paying ability of the insurance company, and any mention of rates or performance are subject to change without notice. Kelly Racicott is the agency owner of Hometown Retirement Specialists, LLC. If you have questions about the show, Kelly, or Hometown Retirement Specialists, please visit us on the web at yourhrsagent.com, and you can find our full disclosure in the show notes.